Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide football. Can you hear me, bro? I can hear you. Holden, my guy. We're getting closer and closer to Christmas. I'm so glad to see your beautiful face on not a Friday, a Thursday. What is up with that, dude? This is weird, man. I know we're getting it done early, bro. We're just like getting so good at like just figuring out each other's schedules, what works, what doesn't work. I mean... This is perfect. I think what it's proven is, you know, like certain football teams, it doesn't matter what game of the week, we are always ready to step up and get a fat W. All right. We're always ready for the challenge. We're always ready. That's right. I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype, bro. Dude, we should be. You know, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the season. We're coming up on what, week 15 now? I hope I got that right. Yeah, that's what it's got to be. Week 15, dude. Week Week one. Five. So we got 15. So we've done 15 episodes. Have we done this? Is our 15th episode? Yeah, man, dude. That's kind of crazy to say out loud. It doesn't feel like 15, but I guess it has been 15. And then I know in one in an earlier episode, we did like a Thursday night special episode as well. So we technically have like 16 episodes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty nuts. I'm impressed. I'm proud of ourselves. We'll definitely have to celebrate at the end of the year. Have like, you know, if we get to the full season, you know, I think that's worthy. Because I think I saw some statistic, and I may have said it on the pod before, but most podcasts do not make it past three episodes. So we are leading the pack. We are better than all those other scrubs. We are the real deal. We are committed. You think of partially biased Holden and Sean. You think commitment. We are committed. We, you we think we, handsome, and you think always. smart, and you think obsessed with the sport of football. I think you nailed it. You nailed it, bro. No, I think that is definitely one thing that we are is committed to just putting out content every week. And it's just, I don't know, it's been fun. And I, it, I'm almost, I can't believe the season's gone by this fast though. Like it, I feel like doing this weekly, you know, we look forward to it. And we're like, this is you and me just talking it up about ball. And it's just like every week I'm like, oh my God, week 15, we have four weeks left. I mean, this is nuts. Until postseason and like, We'll definitely get into it a little later, but uh, just looking at where our teams are right now, I don't know about you, this isn't where I thought uh, the Bills would be sitting at, you know, at uh, week 15, and it's stressing me out, and it's really making me like, wow, the season really has just flown by. Like, the time to pick up that slack is uh, slowly and slowly, you know, running out. So, yeah, you know, quicker know. than you think. But anyway, let's get into it. Any weekend plans, guy, huh? Weekend, dude. What's going on this weekend? I don't even know. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to um, my parents on Saturday, and we're going to just hang out, you know. Dude, Maria uh, and Tommy T? Maria and Tommy T. We're going to go over there and just hang out, watch some movies, have some dinner, all that good stuff. And then I think on Sunday, I mean, I have a – I've got a playoff game. I mean, these are playoff games for, for us at this point. So I'm just getting ready for that. I'm, I'm actually a little nervous. I mean, we'll get into it, I'm sure, on, on my game of the week. But let's just say we've got a lot of guys on COVID reserve right now, and I'm getting really nervous figuring out who's going to play this week. So. so you will have to go over with those with me later because I actually, uh, you know, giving away a little bit, but I do have Washington potentially as one of my best bets and part of my – absolutely insane teaser of the week so 
you'll have to give me that insider info because I mean, COVID's a big thing this week and probably the biggest way I, I, I want to say bigger than last season, but I don't think that's quite correct because we haven't gotten to the point where we are rescheduling games, but we are at the point where I think it's being talked about or you have, what was it? Uh, LA Rams are in a lockdown, right? They call it a COVID lockdown because it was such an outbreak. Yeah. And I was listening to NFL Network this morning and mm-hmm. they were talking about the Saturday games that we have for the Browns Raiders game. I think it's a double header. Yep. And they were talking about how like, as of now, there's no plans to, reschedule them but like their whole starting offense like can't play I mean you've got Case Keenum and you know all these backups about to play for this playoff potential game for both teams like both of those teams are in playoff push mode so 100% we're talking about probably the two most competitive divisions of football right now the AFC North the AFC West and even if you're not I mean you are competing to win your division but if we're talking about these two teams like you're playing for a wild card too. And this is another team that like, if they don't win their division, they're gunning for that wild card spot. You know, these guys are gunning for that extra paycheck. Damn it. You know, shit. But, uh, so it's crazy. We'll get into that. Uh, my weekend plans. Cause I know everyone listens to this podcast. So listen to our weekend plans. Uh, got a little holiday party, with my girlfriend, weird flex and, uh, some of her friends, uh, got the invite from one of our close friends, uh, ryan to maybe go out to mgm and watch a little sports put some bets on the line we'll see uh he found out after the invite that it is 300 minimum for a table and uh he put us in a group chat with four people and i'm like well that's doable that kind of cuts into the old you know gambling budget which if you are gambling if you're new if you're a vet you have a budget you have a limit you stick to it you gamble responsibly Right. It's very easy to get carried away in this line of work as our part-time jobs. Hey, number one rule, never risk more than you are willing to lose. That is, I think that's like on the 10 commandments of gambling that's up there. It's just about training your mind. That's all it is. It's just about training your mind. And your emotions. So we might do that. And then I want to say something going on Sunday, but uh, you know, who knows, who cares? But I, you know, enough about the weekend. I'm so excited for this week's slate, and I think we have so much to talk about. So, how about get right into it? My name's Sean. I'm biased to those Buffalo Break Your Heart Bills. My name is Holden. I am partial to the Washington football team. Broke my heart last week. Always well. And of course, if always, this is partially biased. You're biased, baby. Partially Biased, the show with biased takes from biased fans, partially. And as always, we're sponsored by our ride-or-die sponsor, our tried-and-true go-to Red Bull. Little can pop ready for it. Ooh. I wish I was a little Best quicker one. on that. I wish I was a little quick, quicker, but you really got almost a double pot. It would pop. It was like the, you know? So no, It was good. Let's hear like that sip, too, with the pinky up. Yes, sir. You're going to be jacked up in a second. Oh, dude. God, I, I really wish I, I already went through the case that they sent me. So I'm really I hope they can send me another case by by next Holden, episode. Holden, after last week's episode, you know, I, I realized we were running low on supplies. We burnt through it a little quicker than we usually do because we just love it so much. It's helping us win all our bets. You know, I'm juiced up. I'm aware enough to see where the line is moving, where I should strike perfectly to beat Vegas. And I, I emailed them saying, hey. Guys, we need another case. I'll do two ad reads, whatever it takes. You know, we just need more to get us through. We're at that push 
And then once we get the playoffs, hopefully we'll have enough to get us through that. But, you know. So did they send it to your office? Because you need to send me a couple then. Cause... Okay. Well, you, well, I'm coming back for Christmas. So we'll be, we'll be in time. Bring me up. Bring me up. Either that or maybe we'll do a little half and half where I'll be like, hey, you sent a 12er to Holden and a 12er to me or two six packs, you know, because 24 in a case total. So. You know, it was like so that. wild. It was so wild when I was uh, when we were watching the games last week. Uh, I saw the Browns were just blowing the Ravens out, so I just chugged a Red Bull, and the Ravens got the cover. Which Dude, was that's, just, that's what happens. That's what happens. You know, Red Bull gives you wins. It does. Baby. But we love to say that. So shout out to our sponsor, like powering us through all season, all these bets, all these shows. Could not do it without them. Pick yourself up one today so many delicious flavors delicious holiday flavors for the season's greetings that you all know and love so uh yeah shout out red bull so hold it bud yes we're in tough spots yeah we are dude this is part of our show this is part of our show we talk about what stuck out to us last week we have to do a little bit of recap pious recap uh do you want to start or shall i Yes, I can, real quick. I'm not going to dive too deep into it. Um, but, yes, playoff potential game. You know, you're, you you dig yourself out of that hole. You get yourself back to 500. You set yourself up for one of the biggest home games that I'd say we've had in a long time as far as a meaningful game against the Cowboys. I'd say we haven't had a meaningful game like this since 2012 when it was the division. We've played the Cowboys many other times, and it's always a big game, but – you're talking this has playoff implications for both swap uh, both squads and uh both they came out both SWAT. they came out so flat the first half and i just could not believe it I'm, I'm sitting in there with you know my my cowboy fans some of my family and you know they were obviously very you know they were like you're so calm you're so calm and i was like you know what i didn't have great expectations as i'm on my way to dc and i'm reading this these Twitter updates showing how many guys were out with COVID on the defensive side of the ball. And I was getting nervous, like, who's going to get pressure on deck? Who's going to get pressure on deck? All this stuff. Turns out what I should have been worried about was the offensive line. And then just being able to stop Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory and all these guys, like, just vicious up front. And we just didn't have an answer until it was too late. And there was a little bit to show me, you know, they fought till the end. They had a chance to win. Yes, there were a couple bad calls, but let's be real. Like, you don't lose a game on one or two calls. Like, there are other ways. But there were other the plays. No. <laughs> yes, true. There were other – yes, very true. There were other uh, there were other plays in there that could have been had. And I think I saw a lot of Taylor Heineke and what his ceiling really is. And I think, obviously, we still need to target a quarterback soon. And um, I think – Taylor can hopefully string together a couple more wins, and I'd love to sneak in the playoffs, but I'm getting really nervous. Um, all that aside, I will say I'm very excited just to be talking playoffs in mid-December. Yeah. I will say that. Like, for me, yeah. because it's just like, you know, we don't get to the playoffs often, and, you know, we got there last year. We have a chance this year. I'd still love to sneak in and have a chance, as our coach always says. He's like, you know, I just want a chance, and sometimes that's all you need. So I'm hoping we have a chance to get in there. Dude, I'm totally with you. I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, it was really tough. Uh, I feel that D-line that was so prevalent in the beginning of the season is really still showing out. I think Micah Parsons, it's just tough. I mean, he was a guy we thought we would see more at the linebacker position and dude for that injury for D-Law. Like, he's really stepped up in that pass rusher role, and they're kind of keeping him there 
because you're so good at it. And like that, I think that's tough for any offensive line. And I think Washington definitely has one of like the better, I'd say on the top 10 side of offensive lines in the league. And dude, I think you summed it up perfectly. I think Taylor really is showing that he's a good backup. He is a backup that can get you to the playoffs, but is he that franchise guy? Is he that dude? He's not going to take over a game. He'll never take over a game. And that's what ticked me off about this game is Mm -hmm. I think he got a little cute and it's almost like they were going for home run balls every here and there and just putting, putting ourselves in bad spots when it's like the past four weeks, what got us into out of this hole and back to 500 was control the clock, run the ball and take what's given to you, you know, uh, a wide open John Bates, you know, in the soft zone, like hit him. There's Curtis Samuel right on the sideline with his hands out on a third and five. It's like, and he just bombs it to Terry in triple coverage. And then, you know, Terry gets a concussion. You know, it's just like, dude, you can't, I, I get you want to provide a spark and you want to get things going, but we, you know, you don't have to abandon this run game that we have that early. And I think they got a little nervous and they couldn't get anything going. And that's ultimately what led to the loss. No need for hero ball. Like it is a team sport. You cannot do it yourself. And like, I hate to say it, but like there are a few guys who can't take over like Phil Aaron Rodgers or like a Tom Brady or like Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, like just guys who can do it, who can hero ball it almost in a way. And it's just like, Taylor's not there. It's like, stay in your lane, like play to your strengths and go with that. But, um, yeah, dude, about that. I guess I'll talk about the Bills for a quick second if that's cool. Um, I don't know how to feel about that game. I feel better about it now. It was heartbreaking during the time. I think we had those two similarities in our games where our teams came out slow in the first. And if they just came with a, a little more juice, just a little more sense of urgency or like uh, proper execution, I, I think it's a different ball game. And I hated how the way that it ended and a walk-off, Tom Brady, 700th pass touchdown. I was like, Oh, please, dear God, not on this. Um, dude, I think it sh- I think it showed that Josh is the dude, though, which is like to take a oh, positive yeah. away from it. And like the play calling, I think, was the best it's been in weeks. But that being said, it's just like Josh needs more. I think the defense is still solid. I think we're really we really show that we are missing, you know, our star corner, Tredavious White. I think maybe a few plays go a little differently if he's in there, of course, but we'll never know. Um, dude, officiating. Dude, I feel every fan at some level complains about it. And I, I could be wrong, but I feel this season, I feel I've seen it more on Twitter, more in like the media spotlight of like this officiating stinks. Like it takes too long to get a call. Like the calls are wrong. Like one minute they're calling, the next minute they're not. And that's how I felt about this game. Like it was like the pa- the lack of pass interference calls on Stefan Diggs was absolutely absurd. I feel any other wide receiver gets that call. And I don't know. I feel there is this impression or this idea or belief, like for all the words at once, um, <laughs> that if you're a star wideout, you're more likely to get that call. Hold on, right. what up, Hampton? Dude, for all our YouTube video, uh, dude, you can see Holden's gorgeous dog who's got a fresh cut, but he's dealing with the fresh cut. He's having an identity crisis and Holden's helping him through it. So. You know, but uh, he's just lounging. That's why I stayed home with him today. He's uh, got a little irritated from the uh, from the cut. So, you know, he's just chilling, kind of laying low. He's not used to the breeze. I get it. No, he's not. Uh, he's like, damn, so much airflow. I'm not like, uh, but uh, yeah. So um, sorry for our audio listeners. You're not going to be able to see that. But check that out on the YouTube if you want to see Holden's cute ass dog, dude. He's a good boy. He, you know, he loves Red Bull, too. I mean, what dog doesn't? 
Um, I'm not liable if you give your dog Red Bull and neither is Red Bull. Um, but back to the Bills, yeah, <laughs> like uh, I think I was talking about like wide receivers and like calls. It's just like I feel they're big name wide receivers are expected to get those calls. And like, I think Stefan Diggs is a top five guy and like, maybe I'm biased in that, but I think especially the numbers he put up last year being like number one in targets and receptions. And I think yards, you know, like he deserves that. And like, that was just terrible officiating, especially when you're going to call it on the other end where Mike Evans literally pulled a defender towards him, which actually should have been offensive pass interference. And you're going to call it defensive. And it's just, you, you got to get it right, but I love the fight that the Bills had. That second half was incredible, almost coming from 21 points down. You know, schedule is a little easier, so, you know, hopefully, you know, we sneak in this wild card. We bounce back big, big against the Panthers, um, but, I mean, in, like, not a national spotlight game. It almost felt like a primetime game. Like, that's how really? crazy it was, especially for, like, a 425-er. And like just the media attention of Josh's performance, I don't see how we have an issue getting free agents to come here and play. Like, yeah. you know, you see that guy have that kind of performance, like, oh, he's only going to make me better. Like, so, so that's good. We just need to get a few more pieces, right? And who knows, you know, hopefully, hopefully we go on a run or something. But so, one week at a time, baby. One week at a time, one play at a time. This is what we got to do. We are in fight mode. I mean, we're we're both we're both in the seventh spot right now. We're hold we're hanging on to that last seed, and we control it. All we got to do is win. Um, you guys still have a chance to win the division. I mean, you you, you do. You're gonna need the Colts to win this week, and uh, which I hate doing that because I feel the Colts are just that bigger competition in the AFC right now, and that's a crazy game which I need a ton of insight on betting wise because. I like some of it. We'll get into that. But one last other game that stuck out to me, um, Niners, like, grinding out, a, like, a solid win against, like, a tough Bengals team. And then let's talk, like, you mentioned earlier, but the Ravens coming oh, back to cover the spread the last second. That was dude, nuts. That was one of that our best nuts. bets of the week last week. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, like, it was a rat line. Like, we, we – Dude, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that it was – and then when, like, Lamar – went out and stuff that obviously they were better without (laughs) um but it was just so weird how like it was browns minus two and a half and i just i thought that line was insane i was like i'll take that two and a half all day yeah yeah. and i mean got lucky with the cover but still like we'll take it i will take it you'll take a win you know sometimes that's how it goes man a lot of um a lot of overs last week as well a lot of overs too many uh, damn overs and a lot of um a lot of favorites one i think the favorites were nine and three i want to say or something like that i mean it was like yeah a lot of favorites last week so makes sure we'll see that. a repeat of that you know are we going to see more overs this week or is it like a swing in the opposite direction depending i have to break it down that's we'll why we're here baby break it down that and uh dude are the chiefs back like are they dude, i think they must bet must bet every week no matter what bet because i still worry about i know they blew the raiders off like blew them off the doors blew the doors off what's yeah. what's the right way blew the doors off whatever dude i there's still a scary team for me to bet on though because they've had trouble covering in the past mm-hmm. i mean this week was different they they obviously did get the cover i think it was minus 10 and they obviously hit that pretty easily but they still are a team i just think they're gonna win that's my thing it's like you know, I just think they're going to win a lot, and I think they're totally back, and I think they see what's in front of them, and it's like, 
they know that they have a chance at the number one seed and they're going to fight to get it. So. Which is crazy because I don't know if it was you or popular opinion or like probably just me, but I wrote them off. I was like, no, Chiefs are dead. Like they may not even make the playoffs. Like, and here they are roaring back, getting hot at the right time. A lot of teams are, and a lot are falling off. And that's where we're seeing this, like this divide widen, this gap widen between teams that are contenders and teams that are pretenders, you know, hundred percent. But uh, real quick, uh, hold, we have a new segment this week. No guests this week, but we will add this into the guests. But uh, we're starting a new thing. Name a quarterback that you think you can beat in a 40-yard dash. Uh, I'm going to let you start. I think I can beat Ben Roethlisberger in a 40-yard dash. Bro, I think I could double his time. <laughs> Dude, like, I just, yeah, that, I think that's an easy one for me. Well, like, for the, for the viewers and listeners at home who maybe don't know us exactly, but, like, we're both 26. Holden's getting close to the big 2-7. You old Dude, Don't give away my gun. age, bro. Dude, I am. Everyone's going to guess all your passwords and set up all these fake accounts for you. Birthday boy. But, um, but yeah, no, I think I could double his time. Like, um, I think here, so, too. I'll name one. Uh, yeah, I think I'll beat Derek Carr. Easy. Like, I don't – Derek Carr? Derek Carr is still like kind of in his prime though, dude. I could take him. I That's think a, I could out take of all him. the quarterbacks. We talked about it. Derek, I know, but for I'm you going bold. What am I going to say? Tom Brady? Like, let me like yeah, old name an old one. Let me name an old one. That dude's well, I mean, but we have to go through it for the rest of the. That, we're, that dude's we're going a grown the, ass man. Well, we'll talk about it. And when like someone comes we're on. We're going through we'll it for the next. So we got our, you got these two. And then next week we're going to pick another two. And we can't use the same ones. Well, so. I don't know. We'll just talk about it for a while. It's a new question. We're going to ask every guest on this show from now on. It's like, what quarterback can you beat in a 40 yard dash? And then we go from there because it could take the easy route. Some old guy who's literally on his last leg, Ben Roethlisberger, or you can be someone me who's going to actually like a little bit of a fight in Derek Carr. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Derek Carr actually has a little speed to him. I don't know. What's his 40 40 yard dash? Dude, I have no idea. I mean, this dude was drafted in what, like 2012? Like, so. Like. 2014 or something, right? No, nah, dude, he was drafted when we were in. We, he was drafted when we were in uh, high school. Because remember, uh, he came out of Fresno State, I think, in the second or third for at the time Oakland, and they had Matt Schaub starting, and he started four games, and they put Derek in. 2014, he was drafted. What? Damn, dude. 2014, dude. I remember it's getting um, bad, dude. Forty yard dash, a four six nine. Oh yeah, That's... I'm beating that. He's slowed up since then. I can. Yeah, that. that's true. He probably did slow up a little bit. I don't I'm know. Sometimes, sometimes he looks quicker. I don't know. Sometimes he looks quicker to me. I wouldn't say he's slow, but I would yeah. say he's fast. Like you know, I think I, I think I could edge him out just a little. But so that's our new segment of the week for the folks at home. Think it over. Think about what quarterback you could beat. What quarterback you couldn't. It's interesting because I don't think there's another position group where you can really have that. Like we're not going to talk wide receivers and we're not going to talk running backs because we're not that dynamic of athletes, but I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah. Offensive defensive lineman. Like that's just dumb. Like, yeah. But um, Let's move on to it. This is the Thursday show. Let's talk this Thursday game. I'm going to start us off this week, you know, just for, just for shits and giggles. Uh, It's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits holding um, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate to say that out loud because this is a team that in recent years have come to dislike because uh, I like them better as a lovable loser, but that's just me being biased. Um, but yeah, dude, um, I think they're back. 
they've been scoring a heck of a lot of points and something that came that i realized last week with like all those division games is that it's tough to sweep a division opponent and guess who won the first matchup holden i know that the chargers did yep so i'm thinking the chiefs take this one back you know i know the chargers uh was it they came off a tough loss i believe chargers beat the giants last week pretty handedly yeah they did but those are the giants it was so the giants I'm it was the giants with mike glennon um, i know dude I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I do think, like, plus three, this is a very tough game yeah. to call because plus three, it's that obviously Vegas thinks it's going to be really close. Um, it, this is a huge game. I mean, I think the Chiefs are nine and four, and the uh, Chargers are what, seven and five, something like that? Eight I mean, and five. So, eight this is, five. These are this your is, division this is runners. This is, this is for first place in the division. So, yep. whoever wins this is first place. I think the Chiefs. It's it's in LA, um, which is going to be tough. But I I just think the Chiefs have a different gear right around here, and they've they've so sneakily like fought their way up from like whatever it was one and three, two and three, wherever they were at. Yeah. And like we all like we say, everybody's kind of like, eh, Chiefs aren't the same. It's like, well, they're still winning games, and it's like they still have all the same guys all out there. It's just a matter of time before a Tyreek Hill goes off for. 250 yards and three touchdowns he's capable of doing it at any time I do for um, sure completely agree you hope that uh austin eckler gets into the end zone we, we're also in fantasy playoffs sean so snuck in his playoff <sighs> his playoff hopes on the line snuck in at six and eight and is playing the number one seed so we'll see how that goes but hey you made the playoffs you have a chance that's all you can ask for you know and- I'll, I'll coach the boys up we're gonna watch a lot of film this week you know, I've uh, been given a lot of inspirational talks and such. So, God, I hope, I hope we stick it out. You know, I'm uh, I'm playing the number one scorer in our league for the second time, and uh, it's going to be rough. He's got a solid lineup. So, hey, any given Sunday, you know, hungry dogs run faster. Uh, whoever wants it more, I will say about this Chiefs team though, I don't think they've given up twenty like. 20 points this defense in like four or five weeks they haven't given up more than that so i actually like the under here because right now it's at 52 the first time these guys played the total was exactly at 54 i think if it goes over one time it's gonna go under the next you know it's like a 50 50 coin flip you know division under okay and i know a lot of them didn't hit last week but this is a division under so the way the chiefs defense has been playing i think it's gonna give the chargers a tough time so we're both on we're both on the Chiefs. Moving on to our Saturday specials. Raiders Saturday Browns. This game sucks. And I guess this is the game where we start to talk about COVID a little bit, but holding do you do you take the Raiders here knowing that Cleveland has that many issues? I do think that. Yes. I do. I just I just think and I think Darren Waller might be back. Ooh, they, that would be huge. Cleveland struggles with tight ends. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. And if he is back, I just – I think they're going to win this game. I mean, Case Great. Keenum could still get the job done. It could be a, it could be one of those lines that just comes back to bite me, but I'm going to go with the Raiders here in this spot. Dude, talking about tight ends that, you know, give me a tough time. Hey, uh, what's going on with you, bud? 
Just kidding. Very bad joke. Uh, I hope someone at least laughed at that because uh, nobody did. Nobody did. Uh, <laughs> I gotta work on that. We'll see about next time. Um, dude, this game is so weird. It's I can't believe. Like Raiders should win this game. Right now, they're favored one and a half, and part of me is like, Cleveland's so banged up. I feel as long as the run game is there, they have a chance. But if you know, if they force Case Keenum to beat him with their arm, I don't know if he can do it. And if all the, it just comes down to who's in and who's out. And I don't know if I can trust this Raiders team who has really dropped it through a few. And I think if we're talking about the Raiders, like classic Raiders, uh, peak too early, and here we are, probably gonna miss the playoffs again. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Browns here. I don't know why. They got a tough win last week. I mean, barely squeaked one out, but I think they're just a little hotter. I won't be surprised if I'm wrong, but, if, you know, gun to my head, I'm picking the Browns here. Barring any crazy more COVID injuries. What, is, what are the odds you think it gets delayed? Do you think they would push back to Sunday? Maybe, but I Monday? just at, – at this point, like, I just feel like they've been so adamant. I mean, didn't they say – that if there's an outbreak, you automatically get a loss, you forfeit. I think that was something in the NFL that was talked about that where they said, like, that we are not rescheduling games. The season is going on as planned. If an outbreak occurs, it's on you and your organization as a whole. So if there's if you can't suit up guys, like, is that a loss? I don't know how that affects gambling purposes. I guess it's just, I mean, it's obviously a void bet if they yeah. did something like that. But it's yeah. just, you know, I guess Raiders would just get a win and – that it would be weird in the season, though, like to look back on this season. They're like, oh, what's your record? And they're like, oh, we finished the season this. But there's a little asterisk saying like, you know, one win due to COVID or whatever. Like it would be weird to have that on your schedule. No, nah, it definitely would. But it's just like and that's crazy to me. And like I'm not trying to get in the politics of COVID because it's not just a show. And I don't want that to be this. But it's just like I feel that this variant like there is like a winter surge coming. And like I feel that's almost kind of not crazy to like punish a team for but it's like they don't have control over that like most of your guys are probably vaccinated like everyone's kind of gone back to normal like you and i have you know going to the office and whatnot you know like you don't have to wear a mask really anymore like it's like can you blame these guys for getting it and like of course when one guy gets it they're all in so much contact close contact with each other of course it's going to spread like you know you don't have to be a genius to figure that out so yeah, yeah. no yeah now, I, I just uh, – I'm going to go with the Raiders this week in this spot. Whatever, dude. Brownies, they mean – it means more to them. It means more to them. I think Raiders are done. I think – I mean, there is – they're not technically mathematically eliminated. I think they're done. I think Chargers and Chiefs are too hot. Even Denver. Denver has a solid chance. But, you know, I think Ra- Raiders are done. They should move to a different conference. Maybe that would help. But, all right, moving on. This game I need some advice on, Holden. Patriots Much advice for you, bro. I'm just I'm taking the Colts in this spot. Patriots are super hot. I just I like the both Colts teams better, off dude. a bye. Both teams off a bye. I mean, maybe I've been watching too much of Hard Knocks in season with these Colts, but I'm just taking the Colts. I know it's Bill Belly. I, I understand. I get it. You go back and watch Darius Leonard talk about this defense and like they're starting to just play, and that this week was so good for them as far as like getting a little bit healthier i mean i just the colts in this spot i just do i hate i mm, i will not i will never ever bet on the patriots or like the dolphins usually you know any team that has any contention with the bills 
in their own division. But I will tell you this. I think if I were a betting man, I would bet on the Pats. I think they are too hot right now. The Colts are a very good team, but I think they're a run first team. And I think New England plays the, the, the run very well. This defense is playing outstanding. Um, you know, and I think they're really going to dare. They're going to do the proper thing that the Bills should have done when they when they played them. I dare you to throw it. I dare you to try to throw the ball at Mac Jones or at Carson Wentz. Like, and like same thing with Mac Jones. Like, I think that's what because the Colts defense is good too, which is why I like the under, but I like it teased to under fifty-one and a half. Fifty-one and a half. Tell me that doesn't hit. Like these, de- like this is a defensive game with not a lot of passing game, and like both these teams are reliant on just controlling the clock so much. I think there's just not going to be. They'll score, but there won't be enough time to rack up a bunch of points. So that's part of my uh, insane teaser of the week, which I will give later at the end of the show. But yeah, man, I, I'm gonna roll with the Pats. I mean, I want the as a biased fan, do Colts come out, make me happy, give the Bills a shot to come back and get this division, like. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. Uh, can you yeah. trust Carson? Uh, I mean, I really. It, it's a tough game, and all these games are going to get tougher because there are some of them have. I mean, these are two playoff teams right now, so 100%. it's just like you've got the. I mean, it's just it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a, a good game, and I mean, can I trust Mac Jones? Maybe more under Bill Belichick, but Frank Reich's no slouch as a coach either. Like, I mean, I feel like oh, no, he gets, he, he gets these guys ready, and they, I think they have a better back in uh, JT, obviously. Um, I think both defenses are very, very good. So it's it's just tough. I just I think also the Colts being at home and them getting some of these guys a little bit healthier, I think they needed this bye week a little bit more than the Patriots did. And mm-hmm. so that's why I kind of like this team a little bit more in this spot. All right, my last words. I think Bill just outcoaches Frank a little. Frank is a good coach, but I think he outcoaches him. And I think, like, I think there are two arguments for two, these two teams going off a bye. Oh, they're going to get healthy. They're going to put up some points. But to me, it's like, oh, their defense is going to be healthy and well-rested. They're going to go out, and they're ready to hit. So I, I'm going to roll with that. Moving on to my game of the week, Sean McDermott revenge game. Not really a revenge game because, uh, you know, he – left Carolina defensive coordinator forever ago to become the Bills head coach. But, uh, you know, there's nothing like sticking it to your old employer regardless. Uh, Buffalo favored 10 and a half, dude. There's some large spreads this week. And it's crazy. Um, So, but I'm obviously going to take the Bills. But let me tell you why. Panthers cannot score to save their lives. All right. Bill's offense is humming after last week. I think Josh Allen's playing good. There were concerns about his foot, but this is a little insider info. You may have seen him on Twitter. Him and backup quarterback Mitch Trubisky went to go see Hamilton. Josh Allen was spotted with no walking boot, walking with no limp. Team officially is still saying he's day-to-day, but, I mean, if Josh is playing, I think we win this outright. I think we're just playing better ball. Um, I'm going to take that. I will also take the Bills total points. Uh, I don't have a line on that yet, but I'll just take it anyway. I think this Panthers team stinks without Chris McCaffrey. They just don't win without him. It, it, they just don't, and they don't put up a point. So, yeah, Bills by a billion. Hold it. I'm going to take the Bills to win. I think Carolina could get a backdoor cover at 10 and a half. What, what is up with this team? You know, I almost wish we had Tucker on this week. I know. Because 
Cam started the game, but then, I mean, does PJ, PJ Walker still getting reps or like, do they just pull Cam? No idea. It's so back and forth. It's weird. I don't like it. I just think it's because it's, I'd still think the Panthers do have a fairly good defense. Um, I just think 10 is kind of a lot. I'm not trying to discredit the bills and what their yeah. defense can do. It's just, I feel like some of these playoff type games where the Panthers are, what are they five and eight? Maybe. I mean, they're kind of out of that playoff con- playoff spot playoff contention, but I still feel like cam he's not the same cam, but I also feel like he's capable of kind of being a little, he's capable of going off at a certain point and against a good Buffalo team, maybe he plays up to Buffalo and actually has like an okay day. I don't know. I just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot for me to take. I mean, I'm not going to personally take it. I just feel like they could cover that, but I will take the Bills to win, obviously. Yeah. I take it. I take it every week. You know, so, you know, what are you going to do when they're your own? (laughs) Uh, That's a quick game. That's easy. Uh, Moving on. I actually love this game. I love this line. Arizona, Detroit. All right. Arizona minus 13 hold it. That 12 and a half. Breaking news on Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins will miss the rest of the regular season. That was just announced. With With a sprained knee. I don't think that changes much, though. I mean, it does, but I mean, I still think they have capable receivers. They got Ertz for a reason. You still have A.J. Green, who's been playing all right. Christian Kirk. They've got weapons. Connor's a freaking monster in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. I know you're taking Arizona minus 12 and a half, minus Damn 13. It, dude, who told you? Get out of my head. You're very high on Arizona this year. Dude, I am. And that's my bias with uh, towards OU players. But I think Kyler Murray's playing insane. Um, I mean, it sucks that they want that they didn't win last or this past week. But uh you know, I think this is a team that you could see in the Super Bowl or a very deep playoff run. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's obvious. Um, this Lions team got absolutely whooped. But don't get me wrong, a very, you know, emotionally motivated Denver team. But I think these two teams just in level of talent are just really on different planes. Like, this isn't Detroit-Pittsburgh. This is Detroit-Arizona. Like, oh, in my mind, I it's agree. almost the same if it was Detroit-Tampa. And I think for that reason, like I would take that 12 and a half with you. And I just said, I don't, it's a, you know, anything that's 10 is a lot, but the Panthers, I think are just a little bit better than a Detroit team. And after coming off a big division loss on a Monday night, this is a big get right game. They're still fighting for that number one seed. There's still going to be a lot of fight. Number one seed is so crucial this year. Um, yeah. I think Arizona's going to wipe the floor with the lines this week. Damn. I don't know. Well, I'm hyped about it. I'm I'm ready for it. We got another division game, Holden. Are you are you taking the under on it, regardless of the team I'm about to say? Let's sprinkle it, yeah. Ooh, little sprinkle sprink. Um yeah, dude. Jets, dolphins. Guess the spread on this game. Dolphins minus ten. You looked. You cheated. You cheated. <laughs> I've got it up right here, bro. Because oh. I, I I haven't had a chance to really look at them all, so I'm kind of I'm kind of glancing at them all right now as you're as you're going through them. Dude, makes sense. But uh, yeah, who do you like here? Is Miami gonna cover that? 
Oh, man, the way they've been playing, they are really hot right now, too. I mean, they've got a legitimate chance for a wild card. I hate that. I know. I thought they were done, and they're, they're still hanging around. Um, I forget how the first game went with these two. I can't even remember if they've already played, but I am going to take the – I'll take the Jets to cover plus 10, dude. You sure? I'm sure, dude. That's, that's tough for me. That's tough for me to take. I think Miami, and like maybe one of our Miami listeners know better than I, but I think they've won five games in a row. Tua not playing outstanding, but making plays where he has to. Defense playing well. And I think they're coming off a bye as well, if I'm not mistaken. So a little healthy. Jets losing a tough one to the Saints of New Orleans last week, where they, they just ran it down their throat the whole time, because that's just what they're going to do with, uh, you know, Taysom Hill quarterback. I'm going to take Dolphins. If I was a betting man, I'm taking this because I think they won by, I think, seven last time, uh, 24-17. I think that's how math works. I'm not sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I'm going to take that again. Uh, Miami's just hotter. I think this Jets offense just can't keep up points-wise. I think Miami finds a way to get that. So if I were – I'm not going to bet on it because I hate every other team in the AFC, but I will take that for sure. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of would go with the under as well. Like, I don't know. I think there's a solid chance that Jets just get nothing going. 42, low low under, but still very capable of being like a 13-17 or 10-17 kind of game. Oh, yeah. Or uh-huh. like, I don't know, especially if you were to tease it up. Just 20 six. to 10 even, 20 to 10. I don't know. Just, yeah. 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 It's just tough for me to take a team like the Dolphins at minus 10. Like it's it's no powerhouse to me, and when you're a power, if you're a powerhouse like like the Cardinals, maybe I'll take you at minus twelve and a half, or the Bucks at minus eleven, whatever. It's hard for me to take a team like the Dolphins at. It's just something I'd stay away from personally. But fair enough, fair enough. Hey, you know, buyer beware. We're we're all for that. All right, moving on to another division game, Cowboys Giants. Since you're the NFC specialist, we'll go to you. Dallas is favored by another double digit spread. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna this one like in this one i'm not gonna say their offense has been scaring me a little bit but their defense has been so good um i think i would take dallas here at minus 10 and a half i don't think daniel jones is gonna play that means glennon's gonna be in um scott cam glennon i just i know it's a division game those are those always you sometimes you got to throw records and spreads out of the window when when division games play but i think dallas is going to end up taking this one pretty comfortably i think you just convinced me i think i should put him in my uh my uh insane teaser my insane teaser this week my insane craziest teaser you ever heard in your life to hear it that dude it's gonna knock your socks off holden <laughs> um, not even dude. wearing socks dude yeah show your show your foot on camera right now Aaron Rodgers, I'm just kidding, I am. I always wear socks. I love socks, bro. Keep my feet nice and warm. Oh, I know you like socks, you sick, twisted psychopath. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, you skipped my pick. Are you just assuming I'm going to be on Dallas, huh? Yep, I am. am Well, you're assuming right. Don't talk about it much. Um, Dallas is humming. The defense has you right. Humming. Micah Parsons, absolute beast. Um, Dak non-pressive has got to step it up, but the offense will find the defense will put the offense in position and put up points. 
Giants banged up, like you said. Uh, pack it up for the year, Giants. Get ready for the draft. Uh, I know you're used to that by now. So, you know, old tried and true. Yeah, no doubt. Dude, we're going to go right back to you, Holden. So get ready, okay? Your ready. game of the week, man. Washington. Philly. Both at six and seven. Philly favored by minus seven. That's another crazy line. The line changed dramatically. It Why? was four and a half. And I guess it's because of all the COVID people that we have on COVID right now. Yeah. And we won't know more until I'm guessing Friday once all these tests come back. But I feel like, too, like you put all these guys on the COVID reserve list. But there's still chances that they can play as long as they have, depending on their vaccinated, depending if you get two negatives within 24 hours. So a lot of these guys could still play. And Ron Rivera hasn't ruled any of that out. Yep. Um, after seeing the line, I love the plus seven. Truly, I just do. I just think you're going to watch film on this game and you're going to say to yourself, I know Philly's coming off a bye, which isn't really great for us as far as health-wise, but I feel like when Taylor has a bad game, he typically comes back and has a better game. And that happened when uh, that happened when we had a bad loss to the Bills. He came back against Atlanta, had a three-touchdown game. Um had a loss against Denver, had the and then hit the bye week, and then comes out and beats Tom Brady, has a good game. I just feel like he's going to have a good game after a pretty rough performance. Um, he should be good to go. I don't really know the status on Terry yet, so maybe that has some factor in. But uh, we're going to be we're going to be decimated. I will say that uh, if all these COVID guys are out, still think we find a way to fight. Um, what, are, what are some of these names that potentially could be out? Potentially, you could have Jonathan Allen out. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the biggest one. Potentially, Matt Ioannidis out. Potentially, Tim Settle out. A lot of guys on the defensive front. So, that is scary. Um, should be getting should be getting Montez Sweat back, hopefully. I know he missed last week due to COVID. He has the potential to miss this one. It's just a lot of unknowns, and it's kind of early this week to, to know it all. But even so, I still got to ride with my squad. I don't care who's suiting up. We got, I, I think at this point where my team seems like a bunch of misfits, guys who I actually have to look up sometimes because we're signing guys from off the street. But hey, you're a professional, you suit up, you coach up, let's go. You're in the prime position, you know what's in front of you. I still think we're gonna find a way. I mean, at, at plus 235 money line, I mean, we, we gotta win. I, I'm gonna take Ron Rivera over Sirianni. Okay, like I'm just oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to take him. Like, give give me Riverboat Ron in this situation. He typically wakes up in December. Uh, we we just went on a streak, had a gut punch. Everything's in front of you. I'm taking I'm taking Washington. Just have to. I'm with you there as well. I mean, I know we just talked about a game, a division game where the, there was a large spread. I feel the spread is too large. I think it is more of a four and a half, three and a half game. I think these teams are closer even with those injuries or whatever, because it's like, all right, if Jalen Hurts starts, which Jalen Hurts are going to get, huh? All right. And like, yeah. Carter Menchu, like you and me are both fans of his, but if he starts, like, I think he's still turnover prone. You know, I think Washington finds a way. Um, I don't know. I think they're a little bit more motivated, even though we're at teams with like similar records. Have these teams, this is the first time these two teams have played this year. Yep. And we play them in two weeks after, like right after this, we're two, two more weeks and you play them again. So it's, it's a huge one. I mean, mm. Both teams know it, but I, like I said, I'll just take the more experienced coach. Both both these quarterbacks are pretty young. Um, 
I just think there's a bigger chip on Taylor's shoulder after a pretty rough spot. I mean, this dude's playing for his he's playing for his next game and he realizes what he just did. So I gotta listen to the press conference. It came out today. So I'll listen to what Taylor has to say about this game this week. Dude, please let me know. Well, I I'm gonna ride with Washington on this one too. It's just these teams are too close, seven too large a number. I'm riding with Washington. Moving on, AFC, enough of that NFC bull crap. Titans, Stillers, Tennessee one and a half. Oh, I hate this game because I feel it all comes down to Ryan Tannehill, right? I feel the Steelers are still putting up points somehow, right? Don't want to pick the Steelers, the Bengals, or the Chargers ever again. I feel like these are just teams that I can't seem to figure out. Um, Steelers found a way to like inch their way back mm-hmm. in that Thursday night game. Um, almost like you want to take the Steelers in this spot just because it's both good coaches. I I mean, like you're getting to the point where these are playoff caliber teams in December and you want to look at quarterback with experience in these situations and coaches. Personally, that's what I like. Um, In Pittsburgh, it's at Heinz Field. I'll take the Steelers this week. I'm with you, too. Um, I think our resident Steelers expert, Aaron, is going to be mad that we picked them because he wants us to fade them because when we did fade them at the start of the season. like uh, Yeah, they started coming back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Watch this be the week we take the Steelers and the Titans somehow blow them out. Well, <laughs> He's going to tell us to stop stop picking these games in general. I think that's what happened last week with, like, Minnesota, you know, like – or like the game before that, we we're like, no, I think the Steelers here, like you know. But uh, I'm gonna take the Steelers because I hate the Titans, I hate Ryan Tannehill, and also just I think if we're talking playoff wise, I think I would prefer the Titans to drop a spot. But then I got the Titans for a freaking over on win total. I don't know. I'm gonna take the Steelers here. I'm not betting on it. I think these teams are close. Uh, I think it all comes down to Tannehill, like because yep. uh, I think Steelers are like the healthier team, oddly enough. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, they're really missing Derrick Henry on in Tennessee. No Moving doubt. on, oh, Holden. I know you're looking at your phone. Yeah. So you know what game is coming next? I think so. This game is tasty. This game is what started the whole season off for us in upsets. Can do you remember? You talking Texans, Jaggies? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dude, Let's go. Golden boy Trevor Lawrence. Just you know. Sucking a big one. <laughs> you all right there, boss man? Got out of breeze. <laughs> Choking on my own spit. Um, <clears throat> huh? The line from uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's from the outtakes. Too. It is, it is. It's the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Jack's your favorite minus three. Um, I you don't. Give me the – you go ahead. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not spending a lot of time on this one. I say I'm taking the Texans plus three and a half. That's what I'm taking. Dude, I'll take the, and I'll take the Texans to win. Dude, Duh. quit freaking copying me, bro. Come on, man. Dude, you are such a jerk. I swear. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm on Texans. I think there's – these both these teams suck, right? Texans actually had a surprising amount of fight with David Mills under quarterback. I mean, it gets a terrible Seattle defense, but – 
this Jags team is just so dysfunctional. I don't think they're going to win another game the rest of the year. I mean, there's not a lot left. I don't know what their record is or like what teams they have left. But I think all the drama surrounding Urban Myers calling all the assistant coaches losers when didn't he hire them? Doesn't a head coach hire Pretty the sure. staff? Pretty sure. And he's like, I want you to justify to me why you should have a job. Like, I'm a winner. Are you a winner? Dude, it, the NFL is a different league, dude. Like, I mean, it's one thing in college, and I get it. But, dude, the NFL is so different. Like, you're not a winner in the NFL if you can't win. I mean, it's hard to win in this league. It is hard to win. And he's proven that he cannot do it right now. So, so I know you said you didn't want to talk about this game too much. But if you were the Jaguars owner, what do you do? Do you give Urban Myers another year? Or do you I mean, go if back I was to the an, well? If I was an owner, and that's – after all the stuff that I've seen, I personally say I want somebody else coaching my franchise quarterback personally with a little more experience. Mm -hmm. And I would find somebody that has the experience. I, I think experience to me in this situation is like, I'd take that any day of the week. Like, I mean, who won the Super Bowl last year? It was Bruce Arians, mm -hmm. experienced coach, but he also had Tom Brady. Who won the year before? It was Andy Reid. It's an experienced coach. A lot of the times these guys are experienced coaches for the most part. I want experience. That's what I like. So I don't like these young college coaches that come in and you might be flashy and things might be great. And you might win a lot of games, but like, are you winning when it matters? I mean, we have yet to see a lot of that. So not only that, it's just like, I think his main task this year was to develop, to develop Trevor Lawrence. And I mean, I, well, he threw four picks last, last game and like, okay, yeah. he's a rookie. He's going to have bad games, but there, there's no progression and I, I don't think this team believes in urban Myers and I don't think urban Myers believes in this team so at that point like I don't know I think it's tough to fire a coach after one season though in any context especially in this one agree with that too and I, I said sometimes you got to give coaches a few you know three to five years to build something but mm -hmm. after all the stuff and you know after a loss it doesn't look good that he's at a bar you know in a chicks grinding up on him and it's just like dude what kind of example are you setting for your players after a loss like this like get out of here bro yeah no i'm with you so we're both on the on the texans all right so this game i also need help with this is one of my question mark games i don't know where to fall on it um Bengals broncos broncos minus two and a half both teams seven and six both teams need a win to either get a wild card or win their division holden who are you putting your money on Uh -huh. I think I got to go Bengals. No. I didn't. Damn it, dude. We agree too much. I almost want to fade you now just for the the freaking. It's just the fight that I saw from them last week, the fight that they come back, minute left. I mean, I think they have a plethora of weapons, not to say that the Broncos don't, but I just like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins a little bit more. Um, I think the Broncos have a a little bit better of a defense, but mm -hmm. I just think Joey B is the better quarterback in this matchup as well. And I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride with that come this matchup. Um, I do look for the backfield for the Broncos to have a good day though. Like I could see Javante Williams having a good day. Um, Joe Mixon, I mean, I feel like it's gonna be a pretty evenly matched game. Um, I just think the Bengals are going to find a way to win this one. Dude, I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, man. I mean, just dude, like, uh, B 
these teams are kind of similar in some ways, but I think it just really does come down to the quarterback play. And uh, in the Broncos win last week, I mean, they're a very, seems old school team. And like, we're going to ground and paw, ground and pound, play good defense, see where the chips lie. And it worked out really well for them against a bad Detroit team. This week, obviously, I think the Bengals defense is still a little slept on. They've been, there have been some games where they've given up some points, but they're still no slouch. And uh, yeah, man, I, I think Bengals quarterback play is just, light years past Denver, you know, so I'm on the Bengals too. I'm on them to cover because I like them as a dog as well. I think Broncos are getting a very generous uh, home field advantage. And and not only that, I think the Bengals have more to play for because I think Broncos, if you're, you really need to win out and you need Chiefs and Bolts to drop games, you know, Bengals, yeah, you just need to win out because everyone's at like seven and six, you know, and like Baltimore's banged up. Cleveland's banged up. Pittsburgh's just old at quarterback. No offense. So, yeah, I think this means more to them. You know, this is when games really start to matter. But moving on, so many weird games this week. Falcons, Niners. Niners minus nine. That sounds like a sign just off the tip of the tongue. Niners minus nine. Niners minus nine. Niners minus nine. I'm taking the Niners. I think they had a tough loss last week. Or no, they had a tough win. They, they, they stuck it out. They had win. it. Yep. This, this Falcons team is putting up points now, but I think this Niners defense is pretty damn good. And I think they'll give them some troubles. And I think Jimmy G will find a way to lead them past this. It's kind of a larger spread, so I'd be more of a, of a teaser here. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, Niners all day. And they need this win. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. It's a big spread. I could see that somehow the Falcons could cover it. Definitely think the Niners win. Don't like this Atlanta team. Somehow they're sitting with sitting in this playoff picture somehow in the hunt still. I um, think the Niners find a way to win. I think Atlanta finds a way to maybe cover. Niners going to win. So. I do think so. Okay. All right. Well, moving on, keeping in the NFC West, moving like into another division game, division late season football, Seahawks, Rams. All right. LA <laughs> minus four and a half. All right. Um, I'm taking LA here. Plain and simple. I hate the Seahawks team. I'm ready for Russell Wilson to put on burgundy and gold in Washington. I'm speaking it into existence. Pete Carroll will retire forever. You know, uh, they'll take away all his wins just like they did at USC. And yeah, no. And like Rams had a dominant win against a very good Cardinals team. I think they cover, I would maybe even alt spread it to be honest. Yeah. I, uh, I think Russell's going to end up in New York. Um, this is going to be a tough game, dude. Like, this is going to be really tough. Dude, um, Russell Wilson will look so bad in the Giants jersey. Those colors just don't fit him at all. I agree. I agree. But I, I think he – that's where – that's one of his no-trade – he's waving his no-trade clause for one of those teams, and that's been the report uh, of where he's going. I, I really hope he's not going there. Money um, moves, man. Holy shit. Money think, moves. I think the Rams are going to find a way to get this one. Um. Otherwise, don't know, because then again, like these Seahawks are still fighting. So plus four and a half, 
it's intriguing. I could see this being a field goal game. A field goal? I just feel that Seattle's defense just isn't there. And that's what it comes down you to. get like, that, but it's like they just they, – they somehow beat the 49ers a couple of weeks ago. It's just like – I mean, but the 49ers are good, but they're not great. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, I think that was a classic um, division game of, like, they just had a few more plays because then they have, like, a trick punt as well, you know? So they really pulled out all the tricks out of the bag. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Not only that, it's just, like, Rams had a statement win. They are playing for the division now. Before then, they were playing for a wild card because Cardinals snuck one on them. Uh, you know, I think that's just how it's got to be. I think they're peaking at the right time. Odell's had a, a touchdown ever since they traded for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another huge factor. So I'm Rams all day. We'll probably come back to this game. All right. This game, I actually, I know I've asked you for your help on a lot of those ones, but this one is just an absolute mind boggler that I need help getting to the code of it, the core of it. Packers, Ravens, Green Bay minus five and a half. And like, let me run through the scenario in my head. Packers are really good. Packers are healthy. Lamar Jackson, questionable. Play a little better with Tyler Huntley. I think he's a little bit of a better passer in some regards or just plays in the system more. So I think it should be Packers, right? Like, don't overthink it, go Packers. But then I know John Harborough's record at home in Baltimore is just so good. It's almost like the Packers, you know, uh, against the spread this year at home. So I don't know what to do. I really want to take Green Bay. Is there a chance that Baltimore takes this? I'm going to take Green Bay in this one, man. I just got – it's it's Aaron Rodgers right here. They're, he's fighting for that number one seed. Um, yeah. You think so? Just – you think it's all all Green Bay? Yeah, I do. I do think it's all Green Bay. Man, you know, you know what made me mad last week? I had a great – so I was actually – briefly in Virginia last week for a party with a friend. I may have mentioned it on last week's episode, but I dialed up an anytime score parlay because like one of the books had a deal and it was uh, Austin Eckler anytime I picked Devontae Adams and who was the third guy I picked? Stefan Diggs because I was like, I think he's due. And of course that's the one that misses. And like in my head, I was like, I should have picked Austin Knox, but I don't know. Uh, you've been, Dev- and not only that, all right, so Baltimore, no Marlon Humphreys. There's no secondary. This is a very good passing team in Green Bay, too. That's true. That's true. Little pause break. Yeah, and sorry, then, dude. And I just had it. a little, had a little too. I just can't. All right, so I'm taking Green Bay, hundred percent. Final answer. <sighs> but it's crazy because I feel if Packers win, and Cincinnati wins. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say Ravens are dead, but, you know, it's very, very close. So we're just going to have to see what's going on in the coming weeks, you know? I mean, it's really just lining up that, that way. It... All right, dude. So moving on. We're moving gonna... on, bro. Yeah, of course. Stuff of that game. Um, we're going to go on to Saints Bucks. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Buccaneers. I think this line has gone up since like we started recording. This is crazy. Um, minus 11. And I don't know what to make of this game. All right. Cause I want to be on the box. Here's my mindset. All right. Another game that I have some question marks on and I'm like, okay, Taysom Hill running quarterback bucks defense just gave up a ton of, of rushing to Josh Allen, Josh right. Patrick Allen. So I'm like, that, like that'll probably happen again. Right. But then I'm like, 
Bucks run defense is good. So do they bottle up Alvin Kamara? And I just think about it. I'm like, the reason that Josh was so open on those runs is because he's he started throwing well. So it opened it up. And I don't think Taysom Hill can do the same thing. I think they'll be like, beat us with your arm, and he won't be able to do it. Like you can try to run as much as you want. We will bend but not break. And so I think the Bucks will win this game. But and I know Saints beat them early in the year, but I think this is a different Bucks team. So what do you think? I think the Bucks are gonna roll, bro. You think they're hot December football? This is it, dude. Like we they got the number one seed in their sights. They we talked about it a few weeks ago. Like this is it. Like this is this is a spread that's typically too big, and it's a division game. But it's like it's Tom Brady, and he he's got a chip on his shoulder. They already lost to him once this year. He's not going to do it again. I think they roll. I hope they roll for the sake of the you know playoff seeding that I have right now as well. So I, I'd like. Not only do I think they will, I, I want them to. So I'm going to ride with the GOAT in this spot, December football, when it matters, by two touchdowns or more. Dude, that's smart. I'm with you. I'm taking the box. I think I'm going to take from the cover as well. Um, I also like oh, this kind of a little confliction here. I like the under. The over-unders at 46 and a half. I think the Saints will have trouble scoring points because I think the ability to run the ball will just not be there. They're going to put two guys on Alvin Kamara, and they're going to be like, I dare you to throw it to anyone else, you know? So I like that, too. I like that. I, I do. I think – well, I mean, this is a division game. So, yeah, division, you're a big – Division unders after week 10, we're just going to take them until proven otherwise. So. I guess so. I'm right there with that. But uh, finishing up, Monday night, another division game, Vikings-Bears, Minnesota minus three and a half. Um, what do you think? I'm taking the Bears, baby. Dude, get out of my head. Dude, we're just regular twins. Oh. You know? Twinsies. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. What, dude, why are you on the Bears? Uh, it's Kirk Cousin in prime time. I know he got one. They got one last week. They almost found a way to give it away. Um, You're this right. is a division game. It's a division game. Um, I, they still got to play the Bears. I think they have to play the Bears two times. They do. That's um, their last game of the season. They already lost to Detroit. I think this Bears team is is better than Detroit. Um, just I don't know. I, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes from a football perspective, you just it's about the the timing of when you're playing this team and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I just think the bears in this spot bears also looked really good last Sunday night for a while against the Packers. And so every, I mean, everybody's like, Oh my gosh, like what's going on. They had a great special teams um, punt return. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. It was a kickoff or a, I think it was a punt return Mm -hmm. either way. They just look good. So I I just, I think they're going to ride some of that momentum. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, sometimes those, even if you win like Minnesota won, but it was like you you could have won that game by 50. You could have had a 50 burger and you let this team come back. It's a win, but it doesn't feel very good. No, I feel like. No, it's so, like you got lucky. You got lucky that it was a win almost. Like exactly. Like you couldn't close, you know. No, um, that's why I'm on the Bears. And cool. I also want Minnesota to lose because I'm partially biased and I need to keep my seven seed. So bingo bongo. Um let me tell you something. As long as the Bears have Justin Fields starting, I think Justin Fields is progressing. He really showed it against a good uh, Packers team in Lambeau, you know? So as long as Matt Nagy doesn't do something dumb, like Andy Dalton's healthy, he's our starter, you know, I will take the Bears here as well. 
because I hate Kirk Cousins. I totally forgot about the primetime stat, but it didn't hit last time. I think it'll hit this time. So I'll he's, go with the numbers on that. He's 9-17 and 17 now. 9-17. and 17. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take those odds. Um, yeah, I think Bears are peaking. I think they find a way maybe, you know, get a nice division win. What I also like here, and you're not going to like it, I like the over. It's at 44. I was, I think Vikings have put up 30 points in their last like three games each, something like that, something crazy. No, they put up, yeah, they put up over 20 in their last, yeah, like five or six. So, and I don't think this Bears defense is that good. So I think there will be points. I think um, finally this Bears offense got humming a little. So I like it at 44. I know that contradicts. Does, but then again, we did have a lot of overs hit last week. So, I mean, there's you can justify taking it. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you can justify it. So, I'll probably sprinkle the under just for, you know, wow. for the hell of it. But, yeah. Finally, we disagree on something. Golly, dude. So, what's up with that? Well, you know, that does it. We're talking cash. For the picks. Let's get on to the best bets. Let's win our lovely listeners and viewers some money. All right. Yeah. You got any best bets? I'm looking at them right now, my dude. Here's what I'll take. I will take Washington plus seven, mm-hmm. unbiasedly and biasedly. I will take the Cardinals minus the 12 and a half fat spread. I know, but I just mm. I just like it. And then I will take Leonard Fournette to score a touchdown. I like that one a lot. He, he looked really good in the first half. I mean, after that, he kind of disappeared for the rest of that game, but he's been, and he also like last year, he went off too. So I, I like that a lot. Um, I got a lot <laughs> this week. So I'm just going to rattle stick it to, off. You're supposed to stick with three, Sean. Don't care. Don't care. I'm telling right. people what I like and they can make a decision for themselves, but I'll probably take most of these anyway. Uh, I like Kansas city minus three. Uh, I love that. Um, I like the under at 52, I think, cause the overhit last time these guys played barely, you know, um, I think it's going to go under this time, 50-50. Um, division game. Bills, minus 10 and a half. I always bet the Bills. Ride with me. This Carolina team stinks. Bills will have plenty of opportunities to score as long as Cam Newton doesn't do anything crazy, which it looks like recently he has not. I'm also going to take the Bills team points over. It hit last week. Um, you know, as long as it's like 21 or something like that, I'll take that all day. I think they'll have plenty of uh, opportunities, assuming Josh Allen plays. Even with Mitch, I still might be interested. Um, I'm with you on Arizona. I'm with you on Washington. I like the Rams minus four and a half. I love that. I think they go ahead and, uh, you know, they beat Seattle earlier and that was in Seattle. They're playing in LA. So I love that home, home advantage. Aaron Donald's playing like a monster uh, Rams offense humming. I'm taking green Bay because forget about the Ravens. Wow. This is actually a lot. Now I said out loud uh, Texans plus three and a half. You're taking every game on the slate. I am. I am. Bengals money line. They got more to play for. Um, yeah. These are all your best bets. Like, these are all your best. See, the bet you can have the whole slate, but you're supposed to have three not or the four. whole slate. You're supposed to have three or four best ones. <laughs> all right, then these are my good ones. These are my great ones. They're not best, but they're good. You know, they're great. Um, I love Tampa, 46 and a half. I like Minnesota over. Um, but now for the ridiculous holy shit if it hits teaser you ready ready eight team teaser for the folks at home you can only pick three or four out of these if you really like ones that stick out use your own judgment on this 
um, just to get some easy ones, get a little easy quick cash. Uh, Chiefs plus three, if you're catching in time for tomorrow. If not, forget about it. Replace it. Pats, Colts, under 51 and a half. Good chance that hit it. Bills, minus four and a half. Now that, we're talking about keeping it to a one score, you know, one totter. Love that. Or two field goals even. Better. Um, Bucks, minus four and a half. You know, I think they get the revenge against the Saints this time. No James Magic. Bengals plus eight and a half. Now that is awfully tasty against a Denver team that struggles to put up points unless they're running the ball. Um, and Bengals really good at passing it. Green Bay plus one and a half. Get the, are you kidding me? The Packers at plus money. You got to take that as your teaser. All right. Arizona. I know Holden hates big spreads. So this one's for you. Tease it down to minus seven, minus seven. Huh? Think about it. Yeah, I'll let you All think right. about it. All right. And then you're going to love this one, actually, more than Arizona. Washington plus 13. I mean, of course I love that because Washington's going to win that game. They're so, going to win that game. That's just that's, like – That's easy money. That's, that's easy money. That's the you best might have, teaser yeah. bet right there. You know, might as well just match that with something there. And then lastly, for your teaser combo, Minnesota, Chicago, over 38. Actually, not bad. You might have to send that to me. Yeah, right. Those maybe, all maybe. sound like they could hit, you know. And like you see how the week progresses, you know. You can, you know. Yeah, I think I think there's at least like six winners in there, you know. I like it. Probably like one it. of them will screw you over, but like you know, with eight, that's just insane odds. So you whittle it down from there. Absolutely. You know, and everyone's info is different, you know. So you know, go for it. But I'm gonna sprinkle it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with you. Thanks, man. Dude, appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome, man. Dude. Mm, how about it? Well another week in the books gone too soon you know oh. hey appreciate you uh dealing with my busy schedule with uh you know the wife and the pupper i'm actually out here throwing the ball with the little oh. pupper right now uh, for our listeners that can't see oh he needs that exercise he needs it dude and, and i gotta cool also rake all weather. these gotta rake all these leaves yeah it's about time you did stuff. something around the house you lazy shit no, that's right that's right i'm gonna oh dang Dang, our YouTube oh, listeners are looking out. Look at that cute ass dog. Dang, that yeah. fresh cut. See that? Look, that's what he doesn't like. See, he's got to sit down every second. So he's sit down every second. Doesn't like the uh, air on the old pukus. Mm. Right. Hate that. But um, you got our picks. You got our best bets. You found out which quarterbacks we think we can beat in a race. Holden really wimped out and went for the easy money. The low hanging fruit. I'll get a good one next week. I'll get no a good one next week. No I'll get a good one next week. He's scared. I'll get it. I'm not scared. I'll get a good one next week. I can't believe you didn't say Kirk Cousins. I know you hate that guy. Why wouldn't you say that? Maybe it'll be next week. We'll find out. Don't spoil it. Um, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, share it, whatever. Do all the things and uh, ride with us. So. Well, that's it. Anything else you want to say for the folks at home, Holden? Let's get these wins this week, baby. Playoff push for the Bills and the Washington football team. We need it for Sean and I sanity. And yep. uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. All right. Hope you win all your bets. Love you guys. Peace. Love you, Bora. Bills by a billion. Oh, yeah.